Welcome in and we'll get right to this. We are on a 45-minute timer. Our beloved Zencaster, which our whole audience has been on and used, uh, is clocking us now and will be charging us in the future. So that is to be determined, but we're going to have a bit of a quick pod today. Um, As always, joined with uh, Mr. Spencer. Welcome in. Hello, hello. Uh, (laughs) Jack, another one of your roommates is joining us today at long last. We finally get toward you. For it's me. Very first podcast of the year. I'm, I'm here. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Tori, a self-described, another self-described, not ball knower. <laughs> not in the slightest, brother. But we're gonna try. <laughs> we we had a more ambitious plan for our end of pod segment, but um, he he felt like we should get a more ball knower on that. But uh, anyway, Tori, you've been you've been working out at a cheese sponsored gym, I hear. Oh yeah, no, it's a great facility. The only really good part about it is there's like a like half a football field on the roof, so you get to like work out outside up there and like look at the plaza. Whoa, that's awesome! Is it's it nice? Uh, do you do you have to be like a high up with it within the Chiefs organization to work there? <laughs> yeah, you have to find Patrick Mahomes and shake his hand, <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, well, that's great that you're taking a break from that. I know it's hard to resist, uh, you know the finest things in life. Um, <laughs> Jack, Jack was making it sound like I'm some gym goer. I go like a handful yeah. of times a week. <laughs> Jack, you're also a big gym goer. Not in the slightest. I'm going to try and start running here soon again. Not in the slightest. But Jack, a historic runner. I'm trying to be. Can't be running <laughs> on those Casey Mo sidewalks. Oh, damn. Shots fired at Cambo and his civic engineering skills. <laughs> Um, we have the cat back, clearly. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, boys, shorter episode today, but I want to make sure we get to everyone today. So, Tori, as always, why don't we start with our guests? Uh, another close loss for you. Um, you know, I, I have to say, definitely did not expect it to be that tight so far into the Monday night game. But then, of course, Adam pulled ahead with all those rushing touchdowns. Uh, how are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling bad because this is just another one of those games that I could have won. Well, this was the most game that I could have won because I actually really strongly considered playing uh, Mr. Singletary with 22 points on my bench. If I would have started him, I would have won by like .06 points or something. Who would you have started him over? Um, that see, that's the thing. I wouldn't have started him over anyone. And that's why I didn't do it. But it would have been Aaron Jones. <laughs> He would have given you points. Um, okay, yeah, no, Aaron Jones um, did not have a big game. I mean, you were, you know, I think back, look, we've talked about this extensively on the draft. Uh, Jack saw you as having the best draft, um, as building a great team. Um, you know, there's been some been some pretty significant trades. 
Um, however, I don't think there's been any bad trades for you. Uh, Jack, why why do you feel like the season's kind of gone sideways for Tordy? Um, Ramondre and Aaron Jones, in my opinion, and Joe Burrow. I would say those three have severely limited um, Tordy's floor and ceiling. Just point scored in general. It is not great getting squeezed by your floor and your ceiling. I do um, that. Yeah, Tordy, I feel like you, you've, you've had to deal with a lot of these. We've, we've also talked about this, but like the second round, like the guys who went around the second round this year in fantasy drafts have been historically bad and underperforming their expectations this year. Um, and, you know, you've traded out of some of those situations, but traded into some of those situations. Uh, you know, the, the Aaron Jones, Ramondre Stevenson's, uh, Jalen Waddles of the world. Um, you know, there's, there's four weeks left. Again, your boys are putting up points. And I think we just discussed it. Like, you know, when I was a couple weeks ago, when I was really feeling the sacco breathing down my back, uh, a little less so <laughs> now, but still not out of it yet. I was definitely a little bit worried that um, your team wouldn't be down for that long because we, we really like this roster. Um, so four weeks left. Obviously, at this point, best you can do is go seven and seven. Um, yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the league. Um, and yeah, I, I would just I would love to know uh, what the game plan is, if any, for I mean, maybe any big splash trades you want to make at the end, or do you feel like this is the best you're going to get. You just want to ride this team the rest of the year. <laughs> Listen, I've had one strategy for this league since, I don't know, a month ago or something. I've been telling my roommates this. And the strategy is just to have Declan lose. That, that is <laughs> my one game plan that I know I can always count on to not get the Sacco. It's just well, hope that he loses. That's well, the game plan. The issue, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry if I'm breaking this live on the pod right now, but the issue is that the Sacco is determined but in a game between the two last-place teams. Oh, I know. So, you know, Declan, I agree. I think that you can count on him being in the Sacco. No shots fired at Dishay, who did text me saying a four-game winning streak is coming for his boys. But um, <laughs> I, 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 you'll have to find someone else to get below. So I guess, uh, is, is Frankie the, the, the leapfrog target? Interesting, Frankie. I don't know. I think it would have to be Frankie above anyone else. Like, I mean, some could say Noswad's boys have really fallen off the wagon. Eh, I don't know. I did that just make a, a nice trade with uh, Sir Dawson. I don't think his boys are looking horrible. I tried to one-up it. Be, be <laughs> you did try to one-up it, that's right. Connor, we need to talk about your trade negging. You love to neg people if they don't go <laughs> for your trade. It's like your favorite thing to do. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which, which way? I love to neg people as in... If, if someone doesn't agree to your trade, you're like, oh, well, that's just I just don't see how that's a good trade for you. You know, I'm giving you the much better deal. This trade just doesn't make sense. Well... Jack, you're clearly projecting from your bad trade, but we can get to that later. Um, let's, let's, let's turn now to Adam, who I, I'm going to throw this out for you, Jack. Um, Adam had also reached out to me demanding and expecting his flowers on the pod. Um, you're, you kind of clowned on him for calling Rashad White's performance a few weeks ago a coming out party. But uh, I don't know if you saw that little dink to him by Baker and then a 68-yard touchdown run. But um, I, nice. was I, was once, I was once a Rashad hater. I was 
Definitely a Javante doubter. Um, and he literally has no good running back options behind them whatsoever. But uh, those two guys who kind of were memes this year, uh, is it going to be enough for Adam? Um, I just don't know. I mean, he's been winning. Um, so it's going to depend on Nico coming back, playing healthy. Because, well, I guess you can't really start Noah Brown and Nico Collins. But um, I don't know. The standings are so tight this year that it's got to be hard no matter what, in my opinion. There are currently five, six, and four teams. They're up. I started and, a group chat of all the six and four teams. <laughs> that is crazy. And we are, you guys are six and four. We are currently – and then there's also you and me chomping at the bit. Um Oh, a lot of hungry dogs. A lot of hungry dogs. Like, you you and I are both not out of it. And same with Frankie, to an extent. Um, Yeah, so maybe. I mean, a bust week from both of those would be just horrible. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is what I also like. It's, it's, you know, you could say this about most teams, but this is a, a real team where I look at and I'm like, an injury to, like, any one of half of your starters is like, what do you even, where do you even go from there? Um, obviously, you know, the resurgence from the Texans wide receivers is getting him some depth in his wide receiver room. But um, yeah, I, I think this is really a team that's kind of holding on by a thread to, you know, Josh Allen, pray he has big performances and give Adam credit. He broke a hundred despite Josh Allen uh, having a poor fantasy outing. Um, but still, you know, you hope Josh Allen can keep putting on that cape and putting up these crazy performances, and you need Rashad and Javante to keep producing because Calvin Midley, it's not his year this year. George Kittle, you would be stupid to rely on that. It's like all these games are like three catches, um, except for that one game. Uh, obviously, he had that explosion, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the one thing Adam still admits is he feels like his team can't really go on a run in the playoffs against some of the better teams, but definitely been a resurgence. Um, and, uh, we got to keep moving, but, uh, Tordy, any, any final thoughts on Adam's team? Uh, anything that really stood out to you this week? All I know is that Josh Allen should have thrown like three more interceptions. Well, maybe. That and Jamal will, or what's his first name? Is it Jamal? He, he should Javante. not, Javante, he should not have scored that touchdown at the end. And it was a reception too. That really pissed me off. That's, that was like uh, that I mean, extra little sizzle on like my wound. You, I mean, you really, in, in this game, you, there was a point where it was like, well, you have the two guys who are most likely to catch a touchdown pass from Josh Allen and the score's tight enough. You were in front for a little bit for I some know. of that game that it was like, as long as Javante says out of the end zone, if Josh Allen throws a touchdown to one of your guys, it looks like it's going to be a dub, but. Um, yeah, like we said, uh, Adam really pulled away at the end there with those rushing touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, up at half. Um, yeah, no, I, I was ready to start shifting the narrative, but instead here we sit six and four, Adam, three and seven forty. Uh, Damn. Jack, we can shift to your voice. Um, look, you were doing a bit of public rosturbation in the group chat, um, saying your boys are nice. A lot. Awesome. I just I think they are. Um, Why don't you tell us how nice your boys are? Well, what I've kind of noticed, Conrad, is that I haven't even seen a week where all, everyone has a good week. You know, it's always like there's so enough bo- there's enough boom plays that if like typically two or three guys can get there, including Cleveland defense, 
that I just end up having a really good week. Um, such as, you know, in this past week, Travis Etienne didn't do anything, but I still was able to break 130 points. Um, like that's rare, you know. Um, that's, that's pretty great, especially because you didn't really get anything special out of your defense or kicker. Getting yep. 130 with arguably your single best fantasy piece scoring three. Oh, sorry, 5.4. Um, that's that's pretty wild, Jack. I gotta admit. Plus, I still was having to start Marquise Brown, who got traded away this past week. Um, let's let's talk about that trade now. So you traded Kenneth Walker and Marquise Brown for Jamar Chase. Am I missing anything there? No. Tording, uh, uh, you're a former Jamar Chase owner. Mm-hmm. I'll let you go first. What are your thoughts on that trade? Um, it's hard to say because Jamar Chase hasn't really performed yet. Like that was my whole game plan of the draft. He's got enough. Jamar Chase performing. He had a forty-point week. Yeah, that one seven-eleven game. It's true. Wait, this week he had forty points. At no, some point he did. This past week he had twenty. Few weeks ago. Few weeks ago. Oh, I guess he did have twenty points this week. Yeah. Okay. So I guess he's starting to perform. But <laughs> yeah. Um. I think probably I like Riley's side a little better, though. Just because I don't like Jamar Chase because he burned me in the first half of the season. That's fair. Um, my biggest thing was I I got past a lot of my buys, so I can kind of transition into more of a boom play. Because um, currently, like if I kept my current team, I would either have to have Devontae Smith or Marquise Brown on the bench. Um just because I would always want to start Kenneth Walker. And I just thought it was a good play. Um, yeah, I really, I think Jameer Gibbs has done enough to show that he's a start no matter what. Same with David Montgomery, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think Jamar Chase just has a higher floor than Kenneth Walker, which it really comes down to, because I'm probably not starting Marquise Brown. Yeah, I I think that, you know, Jack, I've given some time with this trade, been been doing some evaluation. I, I A lot of people are saying that this is a good time to sell Kenneth Walker. I don't know if I buy that, although, again, the, the upcoming defense is pretty brutal for him. So it might just be a – it just might be a schedule situation where you do end up winning this trade. But um, what I found most dangerous about your team when I was – you know, I've been kind of praising your boys the last couple of weeks is the fact that you have that – triad rotation and again like pretty much as you mentioned one of those guys just does not have a good week at all but the other two guys just completely doesn't even matter they carry you over the finish line um i agree i definitely agree however now now i'm getting a lot more boom potential at the wide receiver position getting more boom potential wide receiver um i had a lot of i had a lot of floor guys a lot of garrett wilson is a floor guy puka typically a floor guy I'll say this, Jack. If if I was to give you any advice, I think now you have one too many startable wide receivers, and I think you need to. Well, take currently, a before the trade, I had two too many startable wide receivers. Well, I think you need to take a step in the opposite direction and try to scoop up another running back with, uh, I don't know, one of your Garrett Wilsons or Devonte Smiths. Um, yeah, no, the running backs are bad this year. I'm fine with just seeing what I got in Keaton Mitchell as an RB3 in case the other two go down. Those are some dart throws. But you know what, Jack? I don't hate the trade. I just don't really think that your team 
gets better from it. That's all I'll say. Um, I, guess, I guess we'll see. But but good job this week again. Flowers to you for, as I said, uh, a lot of uh, just your stars really came out to perform. Just a, a lot of a lot of big performances, especially T.J. Hawkinson, Heart of a Warrior, crazy, crazy. <laughs> all those injuries that was insane. Oh my uh, god, I was. It was I like, mean, that was like a meme. He was getting beat the fuck up. Um, on Noswad's side of the football, um, look, this is uh Tordy's favorite quarterback in the world, Joe Burrow. Uh, <laughs> on the Joe Burrow. <laughs> he was smoking on that Joe Burrow pack. Um, now nah, we were all as the Bengals. Are, do they have a losing record now, or is it five hundred? I think they're five, five and five. Five and five. Okay, still. Very good week for the Chiefs. Very, very good week for the Chiefs. All of our enemies' downfalls was certainly fun to see. Um, Noswat, yeah, did not have the boom from anyone. Tyler Lockett, got to give props for that. Um, just kind of one of those guys you don't feel great about starting any week unless you're Noswad. But Noswad keeps trotting him out and he keeps producing. So not much else I can, I can say there. But, uh, you know, 104 points. Uh, I, I'm not looking right now at... Dawson's game log, but I feel like every single one of his like weeks, he scores somewhere between like I think he's probably had a couple of weeks where he goes over 110 and below 80. But I feel like I always see him score between 85 and 105 points, like literally every single week. And as Dawson said, if you can score 100 points, you can probably beat me. Um, so that's the concern here. Uh, no one really busted here, and they still kind of just scraped 100. Um, with, uh, you know, the bench not really promising any signs except for Pacheco getting back from the bye. Um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, I think Dawson's playing Adam this week. And, like, for any potential playoff hopes I have, right now I'm saying I hope Dawson wins that game because I still feel like I can catch him no matter what. Um, oh, just yeah. Just because I feel like his team's dropping. I, I feel like he's having the – the heaviest and the fastest stock fall uh, of, of any team in recent weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be there. I think something that's going to be really important um, as we go into the last couple weeks is, A, going to be record, obviously, but also going to be points scored. Um, I mean, there's going to be... I'm really good at. There's going <laughs> <laughs> to be points where, you know, play, there's going to be a difference between getting a buy or not and there's going to be a difference between being in the playoffs or not i think both of those scenarios are very likely um yeah i mean there are five six and four teams like those are all we there's everyone's tied for second place and currently in the playoffs except for joe um and you know you want to be on the top of that so in that sense I'm not nearly as worried, but I think a lot of other teams um, sitting around in the playoffs need to be also worried about their boom potential. I and Jack, that's this is to me. This is the big red flag here. Is a lot even the guys that I think any of us would be happy to have on a team. Pacheco, um, you know, uh, sure, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, you know, I, I think the only true boomers here I see, like the true they can really kill you is Joe Burrow, who probably has only done that like two times this entire season. And Brees Hall, who has probably done it about three times this year. Other than that, like, again, like 
the guys had weeks that you kind of expected, and I just don't see Pittman having a crazy week. I especially don't see Ramondre Stevenson having a crazy week, and these are guys that Dawson's going to be starting every week. So no, I it, mean, it, it's all fun and games, but you know, Dawson is two wins out of the Sacco. You know, like you gotta you gotta start talking about the poten- his Sacco potential. It's not out of the question. I mean, look, he 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 could probably. If he wins two games, he'll definitely be safe this second. But at the yeah. same time, if he he could potentially lose all these games. I mean, there is there is not a single team that has an easy win. There's not a single roster that's no. a bye week, even even close to that. I would say. Um, I, I was mentioning that, um, and things have kind of changed for Adam. But I was mentioning that I just I'm coming off of this three three week run against. Uh, I had Adam and then Frankie and then Deshay. And I was like, okay, that's about as easy as it can get. And even then, each of those weeks were, were tough. They were gritty. They were treacherous. Um, this is a dangerous league. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, let's move on. No offense to those boys. No offense. We can keep going. Noswide, look, uh, I'm, I'm going to be facing you in two weeks in Rivalry Week, and I'll be ready for it. And, I'm, again, I'm rooting for you this week against Adam, but uh, mostly for selfish reasons. Okay, again, on a time crunch here, um, we can move on to my favorite game of the week. Uh, the game that Adam called his game of the year, maybe. Uh, me versus Dishay. And what ended up happening? <laughs> I scored the most points of the week. Dishay scored the least points of the week. Um, that did happen. I, I gotta say, um, this is probably the best win I've had all year. Not necessarily for like... Anything just beyond like, okay, the guys who I needed to do well did well, and I'm feeling good about them going forward. Um, particularly, I felt good enough about Dak that, and we can talk about this briefly, um, I was able to uh, sell off CJ Stroud for Amari Cooper. How are you boys feeling about that trade? Um, I think CJ Stroud has potential to be the best keeper in the league this next year. The keeper thing is real. The keeper thing is real. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't, I think it's a fine trade. I'm kind of that not, same wave. Jack, oh, you, you said that bad. thing about the Stroud being a good keeper the other day, and so I'm kind of on your side on this one. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's probably. I mean, he'd probably go in what the between the tenth and the thirteenth ish. I I just I after these keeper these QB keepers from last year left kind of a bad taste in my mouth, um, and I am. I I am very, very, very sold on Divine HN, who is coming back. Praise the Lord. He is coming back this week. Mr. 25 points a week average. Oh, my God. Every snap is going to be electric. Okay. Um, I, I shouldn't be getting Etienne jokes made on me if Conrad's out here jerking himself off to a player that hasn't yeah, played. I'm sorry. Before. I haven't had him for five <laughs> weeks. Give me, give me my time with him. Give me my time with Divine HN. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I don't know if, if he gets five, five carries. I, I think I'll still be fine. I, I literally, I have never seen more juice in a uh, rookie than uh, HN himself. Um, yeah, and you know, injuries rarely affect running backs, as we all know. So, well, yeah. he is a rookie, so thankfully he's got a lot of, a lot of mileage to go before that becomes. Hopefully a serious issue, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I was happy with this week. I mean, Trey McBride went even crazier than thought he would. He was just getting all the targets. Um, definitely he is on the trade market right now. Cause they got Kelsey coming back. 
Um, yeah, really the only negative. And Bijan, I just want to give a shout out to that. Bijan Robinson, he every carry he looked great, and he finally got a goal line carry. And what do you know? He scored a touchdown. Arthur Smith. Um, hopefully they use a spy to retool the offense to give it to Bijan more. I'm feeling great about that. But yeah, the only concern really for me was, um, and it was part of the reason why I did get on on Amari Cooper, um, Deontay Johnson. I was getting great vibes from there, and he is after this one game. I'm already back on. Oh, I really don't want to start him. So, um, but yeah, no, just a all around amazing week. And yeah, the Cowboys beat up on shitty teams, but they play a lot of shitty teams going forward. So, I'm, yep. I'm feeling good about Dakota Prescott. Yeah, no, he's got a he's got a good schedule. He could definitely go on a run here. Um, yeah, and the fact that Tony Pollard gets like no work is super helpful. And that was very satisfying to play against this week. I gotta say. Yeah, Tony Pollard sucks. <laughs> well, I'm 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 happy that Deshay still bought the Tony Pollard stocks because you know he probably saw all these guys on Twitter being like. Buy Tony Pollard now. You don't know. You need to explode. Um, yeah, we all saw that. So, uh, yeah, feels good. On the DJ side, this pretty much secures a Sacco for D- – well, a Sacco appearance for DJ. Oh, 100%. He's in there. Um, but he's fighting to not lose it, you know. <laughs> he's a he, – look, he's – again, it's he's going to be a tough out. I – one of the scariest things about if you do make the Sacco Tory is that I think Deshae's team, there's a lot of ways they can kill you. Um, he just got Stroud, so we will see if that empowers him. I was just telling him he's playing Tanky this week, and I'm like, ooh, I would like that if you use Stroud to beat Tanky. So sometimes you gotta you got to find ways to lift the people around you. And, um, yeah, I think – but this week, it, as we said, Deshae, lowest point scorer, Really, that starts with Trevor Lawrence. Just uh, Jack, are we in worst keeper territory? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence definitely is because he poison pilled himself. You know, he he is he is so, and it's weird because he hasn't been shockingly bad this year in in real life. I mean, this was a horrible game, but like he just has been very underwhelming, um, and. That you know, if you're getting poor QB, poor QB play from a guy who you know it's still a big enough name where you feel like you can't bench him any week. Um, that's why DJ just had to make that trade. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, sad, but yeah, CJ Stroud, that's good. Well, yeah, okay. Trevor's best game, he got 18 points. That's very depressing. Um, and now I Declan's putting Tony Pollard in his flex. I see. I think maybe that's a good. Uh, it's kind of like putting Miles Sanders on your bench, who might be hitting the waiver wire after tonight. Um, yeah, you know, he should mental. be. Hey, Tony Pollard in your flex was a lot better than Tony Pollard in your RB one spot. I gotta say, um, and it's even better seeing Tony Pollard on your opponent's team. Um, anyway, so moving into the second half of our uh, of our games, uh, why don't we actually? Yeah, why don't we start with Cambo versus Telford? Um, an absolutely huge win for Cambo. You know, Telford was on this plane to Dubai. Cambo, a Kansas City committed man. This was a big can't-lose game for, for Cambo. He had to put on for the city. Yeah, C.D. Lamb and Amon Ra, I think they're making a case to be the best two wide receivers in, uh, like, on a team this year. Um, I think Ant- 
in that, let me rephrase that. I think Anthony could have like the best wide receiver core. Not a lot on the bench, in my opinion, but I don't think that's bad. Um, Lamar been surprisingly disappointing in the last couple weeks. Um, but you know, yeah. he's still a, he's still a guy you never want to play against. Um, yeah, well, but, I mean, the two times I played against him, he scored thirty points both times. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's scary. Um, running backs leave a little to be desired, but by no means bad ones. Um, you know, the Titans are just bad. The Raiders are potentially on an uptick. I guess we'll. I guess it's yet to be seen. Um, not a bad team. By any means, I think I'm higher on his boys than you are. But uh, you've been high on Campbell for a while now. I know a lot. A lot of it leans on CD and Amon Ra, which, will, but they've been doing amazingly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think that CD Lamb alone is making me a lot higher on this team. Uh, and Lamar, I think he's he's underperforming what he can do, so, along with Derrick Henry. So yeah, this is again as as a someone who's faced Campbell twice. Um, there's just a lot of different points you have to be able to put down to beat that team. Um, but yeah, I still think I just I think that you combine the bench depth, the inevitable. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll be an injury or if it'll just be guys continuing to underperform. But um, I just don't think there's enough. Kind of similar to Adam, I don't think that there is enough consistency here to go on a run. If he uh, misses out on a big CD Lamb performance, if that doesn't come through, I feel like you're already thinking loss with this team. So, but huge week for Cambo. As we said, right on over to Telford. Um, it, it, again, is this a Telly special performance? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not sure. Not a Jeff. bad week, but um, he still would have lost to Dawson this week. So, very middling. Dawson's a great golden standard to see if you had a bad week or a good week. I mean, getting through your Tyreek Hill by with a dub would have been huge. He would have remained at the top of the league, but now he's one loss from being out of it like that's very realistic yeah i <laughs> i really don't see telford missing the playoffs mostly because of those points scored but yeah as you said jack there's like there was definitely a scenario where he just loses games and then he's just not in the playoffs um it's again it's so tight at the top of the standings um i wouldn't predict it i definitely think he's more likely to get a bye than miss the playoffs but both are on the table um uh, I think that if you're Telford, you gotta find um you gotta figure out the flex. I don't know if James Connor is going to just need some time ramping up again. I don't know if Jacoby Myers is officially unstartable. Um, but yeah, that's that's really the main thing for me. And then also, um I'm not gonna share any trade secrets, but I do know Telford's been trying to whip up something big for QB situations, so we'll see how that develops. Yeah, I think I think it's I think you got to pull the trigger on that. If you're Telford, you need a higher floor, and Goff's by no means bad um, for that. But I don't know. We'll see. Jared Goff is going to lose you a playoff game if you're if you're starting him in the playoffs. The issue is they they could win by like three touchdowns, but he could only have, like, a singular passing touchdown just because of yeah. their running backs. Like, they're going to – if you're within the five, they're going to run that thing. It is not great. Tordy, any – any? I know we're rushing on this, but Tordy, any last thoughts on uh, on either of these sides? Anything really on your mind? Uh, the only thing that's on my mind right now is why you guys are so low on Jared Goff. I don't feel like he's that bad of a player. I mean, well, 
I don't think 12. his quarterback situation is dire. He's QB 12 right now. So in, if you extrapolate that, he has the worst starting qu- quarterback in the league. Yeah, it's it's just – he's not it, – it's just – yeah, a team like Telford, I think, one that is – it has a few – well, actually, I don't, this isn't really true about him anymore. But a team that had a bunch of pieces even overflowing onto the bench and stuff like that, still an amazing roster. You're just looking to tighten those screws before our um, – our trade deadline comes up. So that's really just the main thing is I feel like that's kind of a big hole right now getting led by Baker or Jared goof. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean the, th- this was a, a rivalry week rematch. Um, and another rivalry re- rematch we saw this week and officially now Bill Frankie fell to uh, the official will who will now be calling just will will had uh, what he called a much-needed comeback. He was on a bit of a skid and is still needing to fight a bit to stay in the playoffs to have to have hope. But, um, yeah, just a dominant performance. Really good. I mean, not like you were worried about Christian McCaffrey at all, but it's really good seeing that McCaffrey can score 17 points without that vaunted touchdown streak continuing. Um, and it, I feel like Keenan Allen is all the way back, which is which is just great. Devontae Adams looks like he will be consistent enough that he's a must-start every week with the new system in place. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I think that Tamke's team, it's we said it before, it's going to come down to all the big guys need to deliver, and you just kind of cross your fingers from there because it's not a team that's going to make moves, so his tight end situation is going to be the worst in the league. His flex situation is going to be the worst in the league. Um, you just gotta get you gotta get big performances from your big guys that you drafted, and just just cross your fingers every week. Yeah, I don't. Will will probably never win um, this league, but you know he he loves making the playoffs at like a three to six seed. Just bury him, will you, Jack? Oh come on! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Will. But. Will, yeah, if you're listening to the pod, thanks for tuning in. Um, we definitely, we're definitely still, you know, we've been calling you a dangerous team. It's it's always scary playing a quarterback and then Christian McCaffrey who puts up usually better than QB1 numbers. Um, but yeah, if, if Keenan is having these types of pop-up performances and if Devontae Adams can keep up at least like a 10-point floor again um, and get back to that, then... You know, who's to say that you'll lose any of these games? You can you can put together enough to make a run and be dangerous in the playoffs. Um, as for Bill, well, a great week for Bill. He has 113 points uh, coming off of a, I think it, against me it was like 84 points. Um, he had some of the guys who he should be benching were the low scorers, like his tight end, Taysom Hill, Christian Watson, McManus. Um, uh, but he faced... Will a kicker, and, a kicker. We're 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 talking to kickers now. We're, talk, we're talking kickers because that matters to Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, he did want us to give some flowers for Sam Howell uh, for some reason. Uh, I I do know he is the QB four. We fully respect that and understand that, but um, I, I I still don't know if I buy in. Um, Jack, you're a big Howell guy. Um, to me, he's just kind of like a bit of a chubbier version of Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think you're just going on aesthetics at that point, but 
<laughs> well, he actually has a, he actually has a really similar game to Baker. Well, Brown's Baker. I'm pretty into Sam Howell. I think if you're a Commanders fan, you can go into this next draft um, fairly confident that you're not going to draft um, a quarterback at True. least highly at all. Um, I think it's not just fantasy production. A lot of it's going to be kind of ironing out um, some turnover stuff and then taking sacks, but after that, we'll see. Uh, if you're a Commanders fan, I think you're happy. Yeah, and if you're if you're Will Frankie, you can help but smile at the commies coming through for you, especially, gotta say it, Jack, this is the last thing I want to mention here, Brian Robinson Jr. had a massive game while Joe Mixon was pretty pedestrian this week. Um, still a chance that Frankie might have not lost that trade. Who, who's to say? Weird trade still. Weird trade. He'll be getting A.J. Brown and Justin Fields back, though, and I don't know if he's playing the trade either. And then, of course, Kyron Williams. Again, no such thing as a bad team in this league, and that's not just motivational. It's actually true. Um, um, I'm in, I fully I agree. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, in, I'm in two different leagues that uh, definitely have bad, bad teams, and uh, I think that any of you boys would – thrive in those leagues it somehow gets more and more competitive every year well tommy not being your hopes uh, yeah that's big but you having a big draft helps um and it's all it's all really come together but okay let's move on to our final matchup now um we are talking it was uh well telford was in first but this was a battle between um yeah basically two teams that have enjoyed being at the top of the standings this year uh, the clown show and Wyco's finest. Um, Joe has been on a had been on a skid. Let me say um, he was six and zero, and coming off his first loss, he was six and one. And Telford was throwing up the warning signs, saying five game losing streak coming. Started going that direction. Had lost three in a row, but got it back this week against Metcalf, and a, a very solid win. This, um, is a, this is a classic fraud week by Joe. <laughs> oh, you think this was Joe fraud week? Kicker, kickers in a defense, baby. The the defense is real. Um, although Joe did draft a defense high, so I will. Give, Riley give was uh, talking mad uh, shit about defenses and kickers in the league because he was like, "I only lost my defense because of fucking defense." I I hope that Metcalf joins the growing coalition that's looking to abolish one or the other. Yes, I think you all know where I am. Bring the anger into the offseason. Um, off no, I mean, but but Jack, you have to remember, Joe was missing um, his be- three best players in this. Actually, arguably his four best players in this week with Jalen Hurts, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Raheem Mostert. What did we say last week, Jack? If Metcalf loses this game, he will be pissed. And sure enough, he took that L to a very depleted Joe Russell team, but again, this is a this is just a gritty team that simply was better. Um, and Alexander Madison looks like he'll be out this week. Let the blind auction on whatever his name is begin. Ty something. Ty Chandler, um, Conrad yeah. confirmed, not a ball knower. What college do you go to? <laughs> Tulane. I don't know. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you don't know ball either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. You gotta keep. <laughs> No, I, yeah, look, I, at the end of the day, like, you can call this a fraud win, but this was, this was again, another week where 
someone's down all their stars and really should be an L. Um, but alas, Joe really showed up. Uh, I wish we had more time to fawn over all these boys, um, but <laughs> we are on a snap count, so to speak. So, yeah, moving over to Metcalf. Football reference for you, fellas. Uh, <laughs> moving over to Metcalf. Uh, I got to ask you guys really quick, what are your thoughts on Metcalf already buying in so much on Joshua Dobbs that he is putting Mahomes on the trading block? I think it's fun. I mean, I think Metcalf is realizing that he needs a little more depth, um, a little more boom potential, and, you know, potentially selling Mahomes for – a fantastic flex player is very doable. Um, Got to get your if, whale. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. he. I know he's been talking with a couple people about potentially trading. Um, and, you know, if you want to, that's good. I don't want to foil, I don't want to foil his secrets. Oh, there are some trade secrets. See, this is a little corrupt. <laughs> We're in this, like, a fourth of our league is like just colluding constantly in that house. It is a lot easier to make trades. Um, yeah, I noticed, that. I noticed there's been some inner house trades. It's very true. Same with Dawson. I do see Dawson a lot. Oh, yeah. And then Noswad's over. You guys are able to shit talk potential trades, say some things about me and Telford. Um, you know, just know that we. It's mainly just you. It's not Telford. I don't know why you're. Trying to pair yourself up with the hottest guy in the league right now. <laughs> well, because him and I are boys, and we both listen to a lot of Drake together, so I think we have <laughs> flowers for that. Um, you both know the value of an OVO slide. You I cannot. Mean, yes, exactly. You cannot sleep on the value of an OVO slide. Look, is that your I, supreme shirt, or is that mine? <laughs> end of the day, I think that Metcalf's team, and we're about to get to this, but I think that Metcalf's team, as as someone who. We have four weeks left, and two of my final four games are against Metcalf. Um, so this is a direct face-off. I'll just say it on the pod. Uh, I'm starting to fade his team a bit. Um, I, I, I potentially could be. Um, I'm interested to see how our trade works out for him. I, I hate the situation that Saquon's in. Um, oh, it's horrible. For, I, I'm looking at the projections for the next week. 14 and a half is ridiculous. I, I, I think that – I think that – Adam Thielen has lost all that crazy trade value. I don't know why Metcalf didn't move him. Um, and yeah, Sam Laporta just suddenly looks like a, another guy. Uh, wow. Sorry, not to jinx that either. I'm just saying in fantasy. In a 41-point week for the Lions, he was very uninvolved. That's all I'll say. Um, but anyway, um, well, okay. So do I'll, we'll get into this now. We are going to have a very quick final segment where we discuss who our current pick is right now to win the championship. That includes where they stand right now in the standings, their current roster, and who we think has the best chance to make a strong, deep run and end up hoisting that trophy. Do either of you guys have Metcalf? No. No. No, I do not either. So, Metcalf, you were once the darling of the squad. through every player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Go through every player. No, no. Okay, okay. Jack, you can go first. Who do you think you have winning the championship as of today? I have Anthony Cameron. You're joking. I have Anthony Cameron. I think his team is good enough to get there. Shock the nation. I respect the the choice. That's that's a bold pick, but I respect it. Um, Tordy, who you got? I got Mr. Joe Russell. 
Mr. Joe Ross. You know, I think that, again, we've been fading his running backs. It's been looking scary. I think that still keeps me from picking Joe. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just seeing this win and seeing all the talent he has coming back, I could, I could definitely see that happening. Um, I mean, it's just with Justin Jefferson coming back. He's going to have just – like the best wide receivers, I feel like an insane amount of star power. We'll we'll see if it trades. Jalen Hurts. We'll see if it trades on the horizon for Joe, though. Um, okay, I'll just say really quick. Uh, am I jinxing him? Maybe, but I pick Telford. Um, I think Telford's gonna win. No. I don't even know if we're gonna get cut off right now talking about Telford, but I just I continue to think that top to bottom Telford has the right team, and I think he's gonna make the right moves to win the league. So anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. We are about to get cut off. But, <laughs> yeah, have a, have a great rest of your uh Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's alright. I'm hooked up.